has a beautiful wife named Roseman, two handsome sons, Archibald and Angus, two daughters waiting on him beyond the veil, Amanda and Audrey. He's a senior pastor and founder of Fountain Gate Church in Bogatonga, Ghana, Africa. 3,000 people shouting in there this morning. 100 branch locations around the world. He travels extensively in Europe, Canada, across England. And of course, we're so glad to have him in the United States of America for some 15 years now as a director of the World Harvest Ministerial Alliance. I think I asked for everyone to stand. Thank you. Where's your coach? Okay. I'm sure that's not the way you want them to listen to you. He is an area director of the World Harvest Ministerial Alliance. He is a graduate pharmacist in the University of Science in Ghana. He left that profession for full-time ministry in 1988. A prolific writer with over 25 published works to his credit. He's a powerful man of God. How privileged we all are to be able to sit at his feet tonight. Would you welcome with me Pastor Eastwood Anaba. Amen. Are you excited to be here tonight? Wow. I came all over from, all the way from Ghana, and um, I must confess that um, it wasn't in my intention by any imagination to preach. I, I heard of um, the homegoing of Mr. Parsley, and um, with my relationship with the family, I thought I had to be here. So I sent, I sent, I sent mother a note and I told her I was going to be here and I sent pastor a note and I said I was going to be here. And, um, I just said I was coming just to be with pastor and mother, especially for some time because this thing called death is one of the it's one of the strongest things that can happen to a person. And um, what you want to do at that time is, while they are going into glory, you want to see at least a few people who claim to love you. So, from our side of the world in Africa, visiting somebody you love when the person has lost a relative is very important. So, I, I said I was coming and I... That is why I came. This is the first time in my life since 1986 when I began to travel and preach. 
this is the first time I've traveled to another country and the intention and aim was not to preach. It's the, it's, it's the first time. It's the first time. It's the first time. Hallelujah. And um, we, Pastor, we love you around the world and um, Mother Parsley and the entire family, we just love you and we love World Harvest Church. You may be seated and God mightily bless you and um, I, I, I just love to be here all the time, not because of preaching i remember i used to come to this church and i would be in the rises and i i hoped nobody would identify me and i i had these good friends of mine mike yoda and diana and they came to me in ghana and um, they were so loving and so kind to us and then mother came all the way some of you don't know but mother came all the way to bogatanga where i live and um, she came with a team of people and what a blessing they were but as for pastor rod parsley throughout the world we understand that god has given grace to this great man of god and that grace has touched our lives and i began to listen to pastor very early 1990 i remember i was in a friend's house and pastor was preaching and yelling and uh, <laughs> And, <laughs> and I asked my friend, I said, who is that? And um, they mentioned his name. And um, that was um, around, uh, yeah, around 1990, thereabouts. So my first son, actually, his name is Archibald Rodney Eastwood Anaba. And the Rodney I took from Pastor's name at that time. That was long, long, long ago. So that is my son's middle name. And i admire pastor he's my serious mentor i i just thank god for his life i thank god for what he represents that boldness that daring nature of a lion and yet the humility of a lamb lamb and the purity of a dove and we just thank god for his life amen now um i'm going to be speaking briefly and i trust god i'll be able to do it briefly for about maybe some 30 minutes and then i will lead us to pray and i'm going to be speaking from my latest book this book is called speak the word speak the word speak the word and unfortunately for you guys i have only about 35 copies of the book around but i have so many other that's pastor's copy and then i have so many other titles there if you go to the book stand you will see about um maybe 25 different titles I have written 55 books so far. Last year, I did 20. This year, I am on my seventh manuscript. And what I do is I take the computer, I put it on my laps, and I type all my work out myself with my fingers. I, I, I love to write. So you, you just go there. You love reading, and you should go there and read something. But tonight, I just want to say that somebody just turn to somebody and tell the person and god said tell another person and god said in genesis chapter one and if you have your bible turn there with me genesis chapter one genesis chapter number one 
from the verse number 1 to 31 will give us too many verses. So I will just keep picking up some of the relevant things I want. The Bible said in Genesis 1, 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Verse number 6 says, And God said, Let there be a feminine in the midst of the waters, and let us divide the waters from the waters. Verse number 9 says, And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so verse number 11 says and god said let the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seed and fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth and it was so Verse number 14 and god said let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years the verse number 20 says and god said let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that has life and fowl that may fly above the earth and in the open feminine of the heaven verse 24 and god said let the earth bring forth living creature after his kind verse 26 and god said let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the, the earth verse number 28 and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and multiply replenish the earth verse number 29 and god said behold i have given every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat and god said ten times in genesis chapter one the bible said and god said and you will realize that the Bible said in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And God's own earth, which he had created, was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. My Bible tells me in 1 John 1, 5, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And yet I see God who is light, no darkness in him at all. He's formed an earth and yet the earth is without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep in the presence of god himself and until god said let there be light there was no light in other words if you are overwhelmed by darkness and god who is omnipotent and omniscient and omnipresent god who made all things and god who is light until he said let there be light there was no light that means if you are the light of the world and you sit silent and say nothing darkness will overwhelm your life until you open up your mouth and say let there be light somebody say and god said now it means if you do nothing about the situation in which you are if you say nothing if you refuse to react if you accept the conditions they are going to be like that with you forever 
but i see somebody today you are going to look at anything everything happening around you and i see you rebel against it i see you react against it i see you tell yourself enough is enough no more of this darkness let there be light lift up your hand and shout let there be light three times so god says let there be light before the light came but the bible said god created the earth and it was without form and void and theologians tell us that between genesis 1 1 and genesis 1 2 they tell us that, that there is about one million years i don't know how they calculated that but then something happened after the creation and the earth became void darkness was upon the face of the deep the, the modern translation say it was formless and it was empty the message translation of the bible says that the earth was a soup of nothingness empty bottomless emptiness and inky blackness everything was dark and you know why god started off like that in the record of his appearance into human life the reason he started off like that is because that is the situation in which most of us are born you are born not into light but you are born into darkness discrimination abuse sin dilapidated conditions everything around you doesn't look nice but so did god himself appear on the earth he came and he had something in his hand that did, look, did not look nice but with the word of his mouth he changed it to everything he needed and today when i finish preaching you are going to rise up and you are going to look at your personal darkness your personal crookedness and you are going to speak to it and when you speak to it today every mountain shall be brought low and every valley shall be exalted i want you to clap and shout tonight like you have some faith which you are about to release god said let there be light and there was light but he started off with something that didn't look good I have seen many people who say well they cannot succeed in life they cannot break through in life because they were born under negative conditions somebody will tell you well i can't break through because of my skin color somebody will say because of where i come from now um, now fortunately for me i come from africa if you come to africa i come from ghana when you come to ghana the part of ghana i come from the people in the southern part of Ghana look down on the people from the north and I come from the north and among the people from the north my people the rest of them look down on the people from where I come and then in that small area when we are arranged again my little micro group comes from the lowest so i'm talking like gideon but I, I i believe with all my heart that no matter where you are positioned you can change that position with the word of your mouth you see people can position you but you can choose to reposition yourself they can despise you but you can choose to esteem yourself 
Now, so God Himself begins life and, and he, he comes on the human scene. And here is God. His earth is without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, Let there be light. And everything began to change. Now, you know, whether I know some people say, Well, they are scientists and they don't believe in all these things about God created the earth and God changed something. And then the scientists will come up with all their theories about creation and the Big Bang theory how many of you have heard of the big bang the big bang theory that is the one the scientists use to talk about the creation and what they tell us is that the, the, the big bang actually doesn't tell us where the earth came from but it talks about how the world or the universe developed from that um that hot dense state in a little form and then changed into what we have now as the universe what they tell us is that 13.13.77 billion years ago they said there was a big bang and after the big bang the earth assumed an extremely hot and dense state and then something happened and the earth cooled down all of a sudden and during the cooling process cooling down process energy was converted into subatomic particles like helium hydrogen and lithium and then after thousands of years the hydrogen also now began to form clouds and then those clouds coalesced under the influence of gravity to form stars and the galaxies so you you see in the big bang theory that god is not mentioned at all but it does not also tell us that God does not exist. When I look at the history or the record of the creation, from Hebrews chapter 11, the verse number 1 to 3, the Bible said that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. And through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god the worlds were framed by the word of god and that word word of god there is the rima the worlds were formed by the rima of god so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear the scientists believe that the stars and the galaxies galaxies were formed by hydrogen helium lithium but the thing about hydrogen helium lithium is that they cannot be seen they are intangible and the bible says that the tangible world was formed by the intangible world so by the intangible word so the scientist says that 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 intangible thing was hydrogen but i read my bible and the bible says that intangible thing was the word of god so both of us agree that the seen world was made by something that was not seen and today you can form what you want to see by the words you speak the bible said in the beginning was the word that word 
was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shined in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. But the verse number 14 says and the word became flesh. So word can become and if you are here if the word can become flesh like this then it is easier for the word to become a car the word to become a house the word to become a field the word to become money and today i pray in the name of jesus that whatsoever you speak may you receive whatever you say you shall have whatsoever you say now so we see god omnipotent and what he said was what he received god received what he wanted by saying it the psalmist said i believed therefore have i spoken i was greatly afflicted in other words when you are afflicted you must say something say something god who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoke in time past unto the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the wells who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins and sat at the right hand of the majesty on high god did not only create the world with his word he upholds all things by his word and that word there again is the rima god upholds all things by his word now i have a problem there's crisis in the world the word of god is disappearing from the lives of many people there are many believers today who don't have a bible they don't study the bible they don't remember their scriptures they don't know what the word of god is they just come to church to admire preachers they just go and then they are glued to their television and they have all the televangelists telling them the things they want to hear but i tell you the word that will deliver you is not the word that somebody believes but the word you yourself believe and the word you yourself speak many things are happening in the world but it is just the word of god that we need we don't need the philosophies of philosophies of men we don't need great people what we need is the word of god and yet many believers don't have the word of god in their lives so the enemy just comes and we have no antidote you read your bible again in colossians chapter 3 the verse number 16 and he said let the word of christ dwell richly in you in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts unto the lord and that word word of christ there is the logos now let me show you this the word of god which you have in your mind and your heart will do nothing to give you a miracle knowing the scriptures knowing the word of god is not enough for instance if i took some bullets in my hand right now 
and I threw them at you. You may get some blisters on your head, but you will not die. You, you wouldn't die unless you yourself were dead already before I threw them. So if I, if, I, if I threw some bullets at you right now and you died, then it means you died before you came into the meeting. Bullets from my hand will not kill you. The only way the bullets can kill you is if I load a gun with the bullet and I fire the bullet out of the barrel of the gun, then it has the power to destroy. In the same way, the word of God is of none effect if it is in your heart. The only way the word of God becomes powerful is if you speak the word from your mouth, then the word of God will have effect. Look at the way the Bible says. It said, faith comes by hearing the word of God. And then the Bible says, for with the heart, a man believes unto righteousness. But with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Until you speak, the disease will not go. Until you speak, your circumstances will not change. But tonight you will rise up and you will speak. And God will make a way in your wilderness and make rivers in the desert. If I were you, I will put a shout on that. Because the shout is a declaration of your victory. The shout is a declaration of your healing. Scream like your voice is yours and praise God. Somebody has to say something. We have talked about God. What about Jesus? Jesus, the Bible said, and the word that is Jesus was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as of the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. And one day Jesus, the word, made flesh, was asleep in a boat and a storm came against the boat. Jesus was in the boat and yet the storm came against the boat listen the devil is not afraid of you until you speak the storms will come the winds will blow the rain will beat upon you but you will have to wake up and say something so jesus was in the boat but as long as jesus was asleep the wind was operational and the disciples came to him and said master carest thou not that we perish and the logos Jesus is the Logos. And the Logos word rose up and spoke three words to the wind. Peace, be still. And the wind ceased. And my Bible says, and there was a great calm. Now, that wind did not cease because it respected Jesus. The wind did not cease. The storm did not cease because Jesus was an anointed man of God with some huge reputation. The, the wind stopped because Jesus spoke to the wind. I believe if the disciples had spoken to the wind, the wind would have stopped. But those disciples did not know the power of God. Now, Jesus is the word and the word had to speak the word. The Logos had to speak the logos the logos had to speak the rima before something happened and you are not the word you are not the logos and you say you will not speak you may die in your condition but i see somebody get up and every word of prophecy you know every word every rima every logos 
every graphic every devour you have ever received i see you speak that word and when you speak it something will happen one day jesus saw a fig tree and he went to the fig tree thinking he would get fruit and then when he got there there was no fruit and the bible said jesus cursed the tree and said from from henceforth let no man eat of thee my bible says when they came back the next day the tree was dead from the root upwards and then peter said master the tree which you curse is dead and jesus said to his disciples have faith in god in other words have the god kind of faith for verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say to this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith and nothing shall be impossible unto you wherefore when you pray believe that you receive the things and you shall have them somebody has to start speaking you know that the, the, the average believer knows how to pray but they don't know how to speak the times when we should be speaking we pray in fact Jesus's public prayers were few because he prayed most of his prayers a great while before dawn but during the daytime he did not pray he declared he he made declarations he he made pronouncements he spoke so when somebody came with a withered hand with a withered hand jesus did not say shall we pray he didn't pray in tongues he didn't scream shall we pray when somebody came with a withered hand he said stretch forth thy hand ten lepers ten lepers came to jesus he didn't say shall we pray he said go show yourself to the priest if you know how to pray in the night you know how to pray at dawn daytime you don't pray long prayers you declare and things happen i see somebody from henceforth you will rise up and you will say and speak and things will happen shout yes and praise god now jesus sees a whole storm he saw a whole storm and he did not say the devil is a liar you know sometimes 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 we have so much unbelief we have so much unbelief when we are eating and a spoon falls down we say the devil is a liar we 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 are trying to comb our head of the, the the comb falls on the ground we say the devil is a liar most many times we are dealing with our own fear you know what people god wants that son who walks out there and when things are happening you command you speak because you know the mind of christ you have the rima in your mouth and when you speak things happen so jesus said you know what peter james john there's a time to pray but there is a time to speak to mountains who has a mountain in front of you there is something you wish to move well you can move it with your mouth who art thou O great mountain before zerubbabel thou shall become a plain i see someone move a financial mountain 
I see someone move a health mountain. I see somebody move an academic mountain. I see somebody move a family mountain. Any mountain in front of you in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord give an anointing into your mouth. Now this thing called the word of God is all you ever need. Jeremiah called it a fire in my bone and a hammer that breaks the heart in pieces. Peter called it the sincere milk of the word of God. James called it the mirror of the word of God. Paul called it the washing of the water of the word of God. Paul called it the sword of the spirit. Jesus said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God even Jesus when the devil came to tempt Jesus and he said command this stone to become bread Jesus said man shall not live by bread alone but by every rumor that proceeded out of the mouth of God even Jesus had to speak the word I know many believers who say well I'm a child of God God loves me nothing is going to happen to me God is going to take care of me but people God has designed the world to be controlled by the word James said that the ship is controlled by a little device so this mouth can work a world of iniquity and I tell myself, if the unbeliever's mouth can create a world of iniquity, then my mouth can create a world of righteousness, a world of power, a world of love, and a world of a sound mind. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Jesus, he's walking about on earth and he's so powerful. By the word, he changed everything. That man was so anointed. They needed wine at a feast. He said, fill the water pots with water. When they are finished, he said, draw it. And the thing was turned into wine. He was so anointed. He, he knew the power of speaking this word. Let me conclude this way. Sometimes it's good for preachers to pray for you. But I tell you, nothing is faster than the word. In Matthew chapter 8, a Roman centurion came to Jesus. And he said, my servant is sick at home, nigh unto death. And one day, you will take your time and examine how many Roman centurions would have been bothered enough about their servant to go and tell Jesus about him. Now, this Roman centurion was a man in his own class. He was a compassionate man, a loving man. Because I tell you, as a Gentile Roman army leader, a man of rank and station, if your servant is sick, you may not even take note of it. But the man was so concerned about his servant that he came to Jesus and said, my servant is sick. Would you come and heal him? No, that my servant is sick. And Jesus told the man, he said, I will come and I will heal him. And Jesus, the man told Jesus, he said, Sir, you don't have to come to my house because I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. 
I am a man under authority and I have soldiers under me and I said to this one go and he goeth to that one come and he cometh to that one do this and he doeth it but I want you to stand here I understand that there is something that moves faster than a human being and that thing with that supersonic speed is the word of God stand now here speak the word only and my servant shall be healed i don't know where you come from but wherever you are tonight if you speak a word i see that word come to pass in the name of the lord jesus some of you will speak into another state and the word will go you will stand here and speak into your house and the word will go forth you will stand here and speak into your body and the word of god will enter your body and there will be a healing you will speak and something will happen speak he said speak the word only you know what people when it comes to healing and it comes to breakthrough god doesn't choose everything jesus told the man i will come to your house and heal you jesus said the man said i don't want you to come to my house stand here and speak the word only i see many people say well anything god wants to do let him do it on this particular note god said you have the choice I remember the first day I was sitting in a plane many years ago. I was sitting on the plane and then they asked me, How would you want your tea? I'm like, Wow, how would I want my tea? A man from my background, boy, just give me the tea. <laughs> and stop asking how I want my tea. But later on, I understood that it's not a matter of just having tea, but God gives you the choice to determine how you want your tea. Now, so Jesus is saying, Gentlemen, your son will be healed but how do you want the healing should i come to your house and heal the boy and the man is like this man is grievously tormented by the time we get to my house he may be dead you don't have to come to my house stand here speak the word i am not worthy i may be despised but if you speak the word the word of god does not discriminate stand here speak the word only and my servant shall be healed you cannot leave this building today without being blessed without being anointed without being touched by god some people go to a meeting and they are like well the preacher didn't pray for me the preacher didn't touch me nobody 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 gave me attention a woman went to the meeting and she was not waiting for somebody to give her attention she gave herself attention she saw that jesus was not looking at her the bible says she told herself if i may but touch the hem of his garment now watch this the holy ghost did not tell her to touch the hem of the garment of jesus she said i choose to be healed by touching the hem of the garment of jesus and today you can choose it somebody can choose that i receive my healing by just lifting up my hand and shouting and screaming because the wall of jericho did not come down by my teaching but it came down by a shout somebody shout that wall down in the name of jesus scream that wall down we bless your name jesus stand to your feet everybody lift up your hands pastor can i have 10 minutes thank you sir lift up your hands oh jesus brought i just believe god in 10 minutes 
for the spirit of God to sweep across this room. Oh Jesus, I give you praise. Lift up your hand. Because in the next just two minutes, this whole place will be saturated by God's presence. Yaka. Ma. Sebrando. Lekrendeba. Zimbreya. Zabroti. Now look at me one minute. Look at me one minute and then we'll go back. Look at me one minute. When God created man, many people don't know that God breathed before he spoke. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the earth. And the human being was without life. And God breathed into man the breaths. The King James says the breath of life, but the original is breaths of life. Soulish life and spiritual life. God breathed into man the breath of life. Breaths of life, soulish life and spiritual life. A man became a living soul. And after God now created him, and God said unto man, be fruitful and multiply. How many of you believe that God is still speaking? But let me ask, how many of you know that God is still breathing? If he is still speaking, he's still breathing. After the first instruction he gave man, he continued speaking. And I believe God is still breathing. He's breathing inspiration because the spirit of God has made man and the breath of the almighty has given us understanding. That is why Jesus came on earth. And when his disciples were afraid, he breathed on them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. On the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came like a mighty wind. That was like a mighty breath of Almighty God. I believe that God is going to breathe on some people today. Lift up those hands. Jesus, I give you praise. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Jesus, breathe on us. 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 I want everybody standing wherever you are, taking a deep breath seven times. Just do it. Like Naaman was told to dip himself in the river Jordan seven times. You just taking a deep breath seven times. Now start it at my count. One, take it in. And the second time, take it in. And the third time, take it in. And the fourth time, take it in. And the fifth time, take it in. Sixth time, let it flow. And the seventh time, receive it. Now, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Receive it tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the next one minute, some of you will feel that power of God all over you. Something will start happening to you. I see your weakness is giving way to strength. Something divine is taking place in you. Healing is taking place. Breakthrough is coming into your life. Receive it right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, take it. Now, breathe on us. Take it in. Some of you can feel it. It's in your mouth. You can feel it like a fire has just come into your mouth. You, you can sense that heat in your mouth. 
I feel some people in the building. I sense some people in the building. It's almost as if there is a fire in their mouth. They can feel it. It's like they just breathed in some fire in their mouth. Wherever you are standing, that thing is happening to you. It's not just an emotional feeling. It's a spiritual thing. I need you to come to me here right now. I need you to come to me here right now. If you are standing somewhere and you can feel it, it's like some heat is rushing into you. Papa! Receive it. Come, 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 come. Come. Receive. Yababat. Mamata. Receive it. Now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Cobra Sabaha.
mind, your soul, your body, in the name of Jesus, receive it. Oh Lord, I bless In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. What I want you to do right now, put your left hand on your belly, lift up your right hand. And I want you to speak in tongues for just two minutes. Speak in the spirit for, for just for just a minute. I like God said whatever you say in my ear that will I do unto you I want you to lift up that hand again I see tonight like this that anything you want changed declare a change Speak a change. Lord, I declare a change. In the name of Jesus, I exchange what I have now with something that I need. In the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands. Yabasha. Ne Santaha. Gabre Sibiha. Labarando Mokabahata. God, let God open your eyes. Let God open up your spirit in the name of Jesus. See that thing you need. Your health condition is changing. Your mind is changing. Your environment is changing. In the name of Jesus. Somebody keep speaking. Bring him to me. Bring him. Bring him to me. Lift up your hands. Keep speaking. Keep speaking. Keep speaking in the name of Jesus. Keep speaking in the name of Jesus. Keep speaking, Father. We give you glory and honor. Lift up those hands. Can I have some silence in the building? Let me have some silence in the building. Lift up your hand wherever you are. Oh God, I bless your name. I give you glory and honor. I ask right now, just close your eyes, lift up your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Yabasa. Kapasudia. Lebreme Kibia. Zandro Siata. Le Cabrene Mezegebreata. Lingo Bosanta Bahandatai. You have carried all this power in your mouth for years. You have never unleashed it. You've never released it. You have never sent forth that word. But tonight, say it the Spirit of God. You will send that word and the word will accomplish much. For in your mouth is your destiny changer and your destiny 
former. For I will cause, saith the Spirit of the Lord, a mantle to come upon you. And when that mantle of God descends upon you, you will change nations and you will overturn kingdoms and you will cause to be established God's purposes. Everybody lift up their hand wherever you are. There are 21 people in this building as I close the meeting. 21 people. Wherever they are standing, the Spirit of God will fall on them wherever they are. Ushers, I want you to find them and bring them to me because these are nation kingdoms. These are nation builders and kingdom builders. Let that mantle fall on them wherever they are. Receive it. Take it. Now, bring them to me wherever you see one of them. Receive it. It's an anointing to touch the world. It's an anointing to change nations. Listen, an anointing to change nations is coming upon people. You will speak and nations will change. Kingdoms will change. Bring them to me quickly. Now, because this thing is almost taking place, like the speed of lightning. Ha! Ha! Bring me somebody from somewhere. Now! These have the capacity to change nations. Ten kingdoms around in the name of Jesus. Bring them to me quickly. Take it. Receive now. Give me this. I have about seven of them still in the congregation. In the name of Jesus, I see seven gates open. I see seven gates open. I see seven gates open. And seven people, you are entering those gates right now. Bring the gentleman to me. Learn to enter every strategic gate that God opens in front of you. Give me this. In the name of Jesus, enter those gates. Enter the gates. Gates. Gates are open. Gates are open. Gates are open. In the name of Jesus. Gates are open. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Ha. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yabasasa, sasa. Zia, so, zaza. Nikabasaha. Hey! Kabasudaba. Tanamazunde de Bikatara Rabaha. Lebron de Mikibriatosia. Lintatata. Ekatandasia. Somebody come and just talk to God. Speak to him. Speak to him. In the name of Jesus, speak to him. Conviction. Commitment. Concentration. Lord God, in the name of Jesus.
and now we speak healing now we speak deliverance now we speak the power of God into your life father in the name of Jesus we ask for your healing power every backache healed eye infirmities healed deaf ears open paralyzed hands loosed in the name of Jesus we command blind eyes see blood vision recover in the mighty name of Jesus father send forth your word O God in the name of Jesus and let your anointing bring forth healing deliverance victory in the name of the Lord Jesus we give you glory and honor somebody give a clap and a shout of victory unto God to give a clap and a shout of victory unto God Almighty in the name of Jesus come on shout in the name of Jesus hallelujah